0: Hello everybody, welcome to Coffee and Geography. So, I am out and about today. It's a bit of a drab, dreary grey morning here in the South Norfolk town of Dis in the United Kingdom. But i got something to brighten my day. Something which is uh, hopefully going to cheer everybody up. So what I'm doing is, I've just walked off one of the main roads into a little pedestrianised place called Norfolk Yard and around me I can see there's... A restaurant, you've got the, the Sing Tong restaurant, if it's a Thai food restaurant. I must see on my right, we've got, uh, there's a vacant spot here, it's, it's to let, on my left I've got Frederick's Fine Foods. The deli with a difference, it says. And a bit beyond me, I have uh, the wonderful Amandine's Cafe, vegan vegetarian cafe, which is what's lovely, and a, an incense place. But if I turn to the right here, there's a shop I'm going to spend the morning in. It's a shop I absolutely adore with people who are lovely to speak to and they're very kind to invite me in. And this is the Natural Food Workers Cooperative in Norfolk York District so let's go inside. Welcome to Coffee and Geography, where my guests and I geek out about the world and everything on it, discovering that we are all geographers in some way, shape or form. I'm your host Kit and my pronouns are they, them or she her. So settle down with a brew, hit that subscribe or follow button, and enjoy the listen.
1: This podcast is sponsored by the World Energy and Meteorology Council, or WEMSI for short. WEMSE is an international organisation focused on weather and climate data to support energy transition, and we also work with educators. WEMC have created Teal, an easy-to-use, free visualisation tool that enables you to explore climate variables for the past 70-plus years. Get started at tealtool.earth, find us at WEMcouncil.org and follow us on Twitter at WEMcouncil.
0: So the first thing you notice when you're walking is how warm it is. I mean, I'm not talking about the temperature, I'm talking about... Just it's lovely. You've got on the star lights and the star-shaped lights in the ceiling. You're immediately greeted on the left with different kinds of loose-leaf tea, all packaged up separately, and condiments, jams, biscuits. On the right, we've got produce: oranges, cherry tomatoes. I'm just looking at the uh, the tags here supplied by Angling Organics. Some of these, and then uh, spices. Soap, sponges, and let's take a step down here to the boards at the back of the room. We've got so much more. Refill bottles. We've got a fridge and freezer section and a deli counter, one of my favourite parts of the natural food store. So why don't we go and take a chat to some of the staff? I'm joined by Suzanne. Hello, Suzanne.
1: Hi, Kit. How are you?
0: So tell me uh, just basically what you do here. Just a very quick introduction to yourself.
1: Um, Well, I'm part of the um, Natural Food Store Cooperative. So I'm one of a group of five members and we run the shop. It's a whole food shop selling all things sustainable and doing our best to give people uh, sustainable options nice. um, and healthy options
0: definitely yeah i mean the one thing i described when i first walked into the to the um the shop is that it's warm and i know it's a little bit chilly at the moment for this time of year but so i, I didn't mean warm as in the temperature i said warm as in just the appearance like the how welcome it is and you've got this like this soft yellow light with these wonderful star lights at the top there yeah. and you agree with all these different vibrant colors on the shelves so would you like to take me on a little tour perhaps of uh, some things that you sell, some things that you're proud of here in the shop, yeah,
1: absolutely I think the the whole look of the shop has probably got a kind of um uh, sort of Harry Potter vibe <laughs> as opposed to a kind of modern shop really yeah. so and that's uh, basically because probably most of the furniture in here has been reclaimed uh, all <laughs> you know oh, it's okay. like so um there's an awful lot of um Kind of reusing and uh, the ethos of the shop is in the building of the shop as well, so even I think even the yellow paint color in here was gifted yeah. to us um, quite a long time ago so.
0: oh wow so, so even so it's it's really interesting that how the actual fabric of the shop itself has this kind of sustainable community vibe to
1: it <laughs> absolutely yes, yeah, yeah. I mean we really um make a big effort to make the shop look as uh, functional and uh, tidy as we can as well so, um, but it's also very friendly and there's a lot of um, artwork that we yeah. create and um, like you that, know, that they, star
0: made of buttons up there. Yeah, that
1: Monique <laughs> made that for us and um, uh, I painted the signs which we've often taken to when we've done outside events like market events and things like that to sort of uh, tell people about what we do.
0: Nice. Actually, you know, I've just noticed, that Suzanne. If we come over here, right yeah. where all the shelves, where all the herbs are. So, this was a it, there was there used to be a door on this. I can see the hinged marks.
1: Yeah, it looks like it, doesn't it? I mean, that has been. I've been part of the shop for um, probably twenty years now, and it's been. It's but this has been the same since I've been here. So, um,
0: yeah. you
1: know, but yeah, it looks as though. Maybe there were two opening doors at some point, uh, and all Maybe the way a, down yeah, or something like that. Yeah, it could like have that, been a pan- small pantry
0: exactly, or something yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Or it yeah, could be a passage to Narnia. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. That> may <laughs> well be. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay, so you, so you lead me around then. What what would you like okay. to show me? We start whenever you like, wherever you like. So
1: yeah. so we've got generally everything in the shop that you kind of would put want in your uh, you know basic weekly shop. So you know we start. Start with a wall of different teas, and they're all in plastic-free packaging. And these ones here, uh, we get in in bigger bags, and we bag them okay. ourselves.
0: And so little pouches we've got. Yeah, Gumb so powder, loose tea, ma- mango, central loose tea, orange spice, leaf, rose, chong. Wow.
1: And those are from Wilkinson's of Norwich, which okay. is also another kind of... Harry Potter style <laughs> shop if you ever, it's in one of the lanes in Norwich and it's just a gorgeous little shop and um, we get our tea from them and then we bag it and these are in Natureflex which is biodegradable and compostable oh. so it breaks down really quickly in no time at all, Excellent. so uh, an awful lot of our produce uh, is Natureflex packaging so you know we, we were um, we were faced with the dilemma when everybody was talking about, you know, whether you have the big hoppers and, okay. and, uh, you and then people bring in their containers to fill. Ah. But part of our ethos is uh, plastic free, but also a big part of our ethos is organic. Right. And okay. to be organic, you've got to have very strict rules in place and you have to have organic certification if you're handling loose organic goods. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's really, really strict, you know, and it costs a lot of money to get checked, you know, Whole th- all the way through the organic system. If somebody's selling organics, they're getting checked constantly, 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 wow. including uh, lovely Lisa, who grows our vegetables from Anglian Organics. She gets checked on a really regular basis to make sure they look at all her paperwork. They look where her vegetables are growing. They They mm. know all about her land, you know, so... We came up with a system where we could get the food bagged uh, in the way that we always had, but in plastic free packaging. So that, we, w- we were really happy about that whole system.
0: That's an eye opener for me, and I think a lot of people listening is going to be an eye opener for us as well. Yeah. And I, I wonder if, you know, if folks listening who work in the agricultural business who work with organics and non organic, whether you have the same strict regulations on non organic food, and, what, and, and is that the wrong way around? Should we have stricter regulations on the non organic food? Then so that's a a good debate based yeah, question well i uh,
1: think I'm, I'm no expert in farming <laughs> of course. I, I only know yeah. about the things that we come up against in the shop and the, the, the consumer side things, exactly retail, the yeah. rules we have the chain. To, yeah you'd probably have to talk to somebody from hodma dodds uh, or something like that i'd love that. to do that if
0: you're yeah. listening any, <laughs> of the, any of the agricultural yeah. suppliers you know producers suppliers of natural food so you get in touch absolutely um yeah so this is really yeah so this nature flex stuff and uh they're yeah, made from compostable film the next generation packaging so we we've, we've just given a shout it's out to Natureflex from,
1: it's made from sustainable wood pulp okay and um and uh, it's i think it's uh, cellulose so um Kay. and and we've we tried it we put it in our compost heaps and it breaks down super quickly, awesome. and it's also marine biodegradable. As so well. it breaks down. So you, if, it, if it gets, if in it the gets ocean into the water, in the water, it breaks, it down. breaks down. And it's also—I was reading about it. it Also has some nutritional value to the soil. Really? So it's, uh, there's something in there because it's made of wood, so it goes back in. So That's I mean, it's probably minimal, but it's, posi- it's positive rather than negative.
0: Because what are the one of the biggest the heated debates at the moment is with regards to plastic because there's there's a lot of research out there that's taken place which is not I wouldn't say contradictory but but there's like pros and cons to the argument with regards to yeah plastic packaging because there's a very strong argument to turn and say that plastic packaging reduces food waste, which is in itself a terrible contributor to environmental destruction Mm. and, and, and climate change and things like that. But on the other hand, of course plastic causes itself so much trouble. So and it's um it's really good that we have these kind of like best of both worlds almost solutions. Exactly. So of course, then the following questions, being a critical thinker as us geographers are, is okay. So what where where is this material coming from? Did they have to use land to do it? You know, what how sustainable is their practice using the wood and all that kind of stuff? And so as I say, yeah, perhaps uh, perhaps we'll try and get somebody on from uh, yeah, from these folks absolutely. to see talk about their process. You know, yeah. about how they come to making these packaging because. Won't tell a lie, um, Suzanne. When you walk in through the door and you see that, you know, I bet you might have some customers who just look at that and think, "Oh, well, you've got plastic."
1: We've had so many customers <laughs> who come in and they say, uh, "Why don't you do the big barrels of food and sell it out the yeah, hoppers and yeah. stuff?" Because that's what they see on Instagram. And yeah, know, that's very
0: very chic, isn't it? It's but very, but they're,
1: um, they're they're popular. Not they're not normally organic. Oh, right. So
0: okay. It, yeah. So
1: you're buying your oats from a lovely big hopper and you are in your nice container, but you're not getting orna- organic oats. Fascinating. So the organic oats have such massive uh, positive impact on the environment compared okay. to the non-organic oats because of the, you know, the impact on the soil and the wildlife and the bees and the insects and the birds Absolutely. and, or, you know, so it's so complex and there's nothing black and white about any of these things.
0: Absolutely. And the
1: same with the, the palm oil. You know, people have, people have heard about palm oil, yeah, And, um, you know, they come in and they say, we don't want any palm oil. But they don't realise that all oil has an impact on the environment. Yes. And uh, maybe some sustainable palm oil is okay compared to some non-sustainable uh, vegetable oil. So it's it's yeah. really it's such a complex issue. It's a minefield for the it consumer, is, isn't it? It is. Yeah. And, and we rely on... Um, are you know our wholesalers to be looking at these issues as well right. so we have you know we have um wholesalers who have the same sort of ethos as us. so um it's very complex
0: I, yeah. yeah and uh this is one of the reasons why you folks here work so hard it's not it's not just getting things on the shelves making sure there's things here that people need that you're competitively priced that you can possibly be but it's all these these cross-checking, these background checks yeah, that you absolutely. have to do, and everything. Yeah, yeah.
1: And, and and knowing that you know um there are no v- vanilla pods available on the market because something's going on in Madagascar. Okay. And, yes. You know, people ask us why is the no vanilla? You know, why is the vanilla gone up three times since I last bought it? It's because there isn't any available in the world.
0: So, you're, so, so you're almost educating your consumers as well, absolutely. because. Um yeah, just, If
1: they ask.
0: <laughs> yeah, if they ask. And <laughs> yeah. and it's it's really interesting because um one of some of the previous guests I've spoken to, especially those of indigenous backgrounds, you know, I mean, people are now coming to the realisation that there's a disconnect between, you know, our society and the natural world that we get our stuff from, you know, whether it's yes. sourced directly from the natural world or we've then refined them and uh processed them from the natural world. And and she was saying that when she goes and speaks, this is a, a shout out to uh White Rave Room and Candice Lloyd who said, you know, when she goes into school, she asks them, where do your potatoes come from? Most kids say the store. And yeah. then she says, okay, where did they get them from? And then more and more young people struggle as she goes through that line of inquiry. Yes. And um, okay. and so it's really, really fascinating. I think more people are now becoming aware, especially with the current, say, live, cost of living crisis and the fuel crisis, that something, you know, a pin can drop somewhere in the other side of the world and it yeah. can have this butterfly effect, on, you know, here in the United Kingdom. And so like that, be, you know, that perfect example you just gave with the, f- the vanilla pods from Madagascar, yes. or it could be, you know, the uh, I'm just going to do this because I know I, I can pronounce it. So like the <laughs> eruption of Uh in 2010, oh, well done. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: you know that 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 caused the uh, the flower industry in Kenya to almost collapse. Yes, um, you yeah. know, be, even though the ash cloud didn't even make it that far, didn't make yeah. it towards the uh, towards the continent of Africa. Really.
1: Well, these things have been an issue for whoever's been running the natural food store since it started, which is like 40-plus years ago. It was a vegetarian shop from day one, which was radical. And uh, most people, you know, in a little sleepy Norfolk town would think that was crazy, but now we're mainstream. Yes, it's so lovely. Yeah.
0: What else would you like to show me, Suzanne? Um, uh, Lovely, (laughs) so so we also have lots of
1: local uh, food. So we've got uh, honey, which is grown locally. And so, Waveney Valley, Suffolk blossoms, yeah. just you know, gets brought to the shop, you know, as it's taken from the bees and processed. So, it's um, uh, and then we've got uh, Crohn's apple juice, which yeah. are, they we've been selling their apple juice for ages and it's just delicious. So, Fairview,
0: Canning Hall, Norfolk, and yeah, just up the road,
1: and it changes from year to year. So, again, you don't always get the same apples because one apple tree might not crop that year. And you know, so people say, "Oh, where's my uh, Cox and Discovery yeah. blend or something?" <laughs> well, actually, the Cox wasn't very good last year. But you try this one, you know. So, so it ch- you know, I think people have got we've got so spoiled that we yes. just expect everything, don't we, yes. to be given to us and don't understand that actually nature is sometimes, uh, has to have a rest.
0: But this place is, is is trying to get us to reconnect back uh, absolutely. to Absolutely. Imbri- it's, pu- it's, putting, it's putting us back in with the rhythms yeah. of, of what we well, grow. I
1: love the story of this olive oil. So so many was, organic. Yeah, many organic. I was reading about them and that uh, it was set up by a German guy who moved to Greece and um, he wanted to start running his uh, olive farm there organically, and um, all the local neighbors, you know, who who lived there forever, thought, you know, he was probably bonkers. <laughs> and then <laughs> he started to talk to them about what he was doing, and talk to them about his ethos and the way he ran a farm, and the what and the quality of his olives. And he got loads of people to go on board with him. And now, now, you know, they're quite a big company, wow. and and they've improved the environment no end. By growing the, you know, the olives organically, and the groves are now organic.
0: Yeah, that's Um, amazing. So, so we've got two labels here. We've got uh, they're registered with the Soil Association as being organic produce. And there's something I've not seen before. It says Natureland, so that's without the e, Natureland Fair. So, I. uh, Wonder what I'm going to have to look that one up. I've you know, yeah. we've, there's there's loads of recognisable stuff like the fair trade logo and yeah. solar, so So you no, know the FSC, but I've never yeah. seen that one before. No, that's
1: new to me actually. That that's just appeared. I've not I've not seen no, that one before. Look so. that. folks, uh, look that up. So yeah, nature exactly. land without the e. Yeah. 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 yeah that's Ooh, so. Okay. Hopefully that means that the farmers are getting a fair fair whack of. Uh, Money for what's being produced. Yeah, I have what, to look what that
0: one means. And what that story is really um, telling us as well is that I uh, I think it was, it was an episode of the podcast, the Festival of Dangerous Ideas, which is a fantastic listen. Everybody, you should definitely listen it up. And there was somebody in I can't remember his name, but there was an episode with a fella in Australia of Indigenous descent, and he's and he's pushed back at this argument about you know humans lived in this complete symbiotic relationship with with nature or this or this that that humans have been stewards looking up it's actually it's it's more of that humans were just a natural uh, biotic component of the ecosystem yeah. so there was disruptions taking place however it was i suppose symbiotic may be the, the correct way but it was part of the ecosystem where the ecosystem thrived yes because of the the way that humans were is, living sustainably
1: is the balance. So it?
0: that is a perfect modern day example of probably what yeah. this this person was talking okay. about. Is about okay. So yeah, they have changed. Of course, they've changed the environment to some extent by growing olives. Yes. However, if the ecosystem is thriving because of it, yeah, then you're getting your produce, but you're also allowing nature to take its course. Absolutely, so that's,
1: and yeah. and you know that if those olives. Groves aren't being sprayed then the nature is going to move back in isn't yeah, it you know, and help
0: you out with growing those olives no absolutely, doubt <laughs> yeah.
1: absolutely i know and it's just you know i hate this idea that human beings are higher than nature or lower oh, than nature yes. it's very we victorian are, mindset yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're, we're just absolutely part of nature and we have just as capable of having a positive positive impact on the planet as a negative one we you know all we have to do is put our clever minds yes. to it and um, and it's all there for the for the doing you yeah. know it's just stopping the uh, oligarchs making the decisions and allowing the people who understand how the planet works to make the decisions 100% so
0: there's something else that i really um Love in this shop, uh, Suzanne, is your, your refill shelf here, refill station. Yes. So, you do have a refill station, we so it's do not necessarily station, food, but it is but it's shampoo, for, and yeah, shampoo and stuff.
1: conditioner. And we also have the laundry liquid, washing up liquid, yep. uh, body washers, and deodorants, and hand wash. So, yes. um, so, people do bring in their bottles and get them refilled. And I, I've got ancient uh, washing washing up bottles we still have ours from yeah. years ago yes <laughs> i've got a really old-fashioned uh, version of the Ecover bottle oh, right. which is just as good as it was when i bought it and it just gets used and used and used and every time i fill it up i think that's saved that bottle being made again because even if plastic gets reused and often it doesn't mm. even if it gets reused it still goes through a process to be reused so yeah, yeah so we're we're you know we are really excited about our refill station so
0: it's faith faith in nature is its yes. it has no s l. s and parabens uh and we've got coconut aloe vera lavender and geranium uh and conditioner the same as well so you got so you can mix and match or you can have your same same perfumed ones as uh and um that's absolutely lovely yeah so we we uh so we have that as well at home we come yes. in and we get our bottles and refilled for us we're
1: in the process at the moment and we're hoping it's going to happen in the next few months of uh, working with our local supplier who makes our soaps for us yes love uh, those soaps yes they're, they're working on some shampoos and oh, finishes, which will be refillables so uh, yeah
0: these these um these soaps folks they are absolutely delightful I'm, I'm making my way through testing all of them so these are from uh, a, a local
1: um, from person. From a, a local, it's uh, Rebecca's cousin. Natural scents. Oh, okay, um, yeah. So, um,
0: Natural colours.
1: So they're, they're um, and then we've got our own paper packaging. So we, yeah. you know, that this is sort of, you know, one of the parts of the shop which you can't get yeah that, you can't get that anywhere else it's all completely us so.
0: and folks i do apologize i, I have not yet installed Smellovision vision on the podcast um <laughs> i'm working on it i'm working on it but yeah so we've got sandalwood we've got lemongrass uh we've got rose we have got orange and is that calendula
1: Cal- yeah, calendula. Calendula, Yeah, yeah
0: confidence yeah. that one. Lavender yeah. and goat's milk soap, and that's yes, that's my my um, my other half loves the goat's yeah. milk. Well, that's soap.
1: fantastic because it's really good for uh, people who've got um, eczema and right. Uh, it's Must we, be very we get people who come in and buy like five at a time of that one because <laughs> you know and they they stock up often. And then you know we sell things like the. Uh, a lot of plastic-free as well, so yeah, you know we've kit. got like the shaving kits, and then we've got the whole, uh, you know, plastic-free toothbrushes and the nail brushes and the hair brushes, toothpaste tablets
0: as well, toothpaste refillable toothpaste tablets, yeah, absolutely
1: yeah. to try and get away from the tubes, uh, and also the deodorants which are plastic-free as well. So these are fantastic. Um, yeah. A shout
0: know. out to Earth. Shout out to the company Earth Conscious because. Yes. Um, they, uh, yeah, because I, I I tag them on Twitter because I use their their natural deodorant. Yeah, which is it's basically it's it's a piece of it's basically a stick of deodorant within a cardboard tube, effectively. Yeah, absolutely. You just push it through with your thumb from the bottom, and it comes out the top. And t- it lasts for yeah. ever. Yeah. I mean, I I probably yeah. only buy one of those sticks and super
1: strong, six strong, months. Aren't they? The bars are you know it's yeah, like, it's and they only
0: start falling apart when you're finishing absolutely. off. Because, because of course there's yeah.
1: There's they, less in it. So they absolutely do the job. And and also I love these ones, the uh sort of the earth The ones. balms, yeah. The balms, they're fantastic. And oh. again, y- you know, it just lasts and lasts. You don't need a lot of it. So, yeah. um yeah, they're they're very good. So
0: that actually that leads me on to a question I wanted to ask Suzanne, is that yes. is that one of the one of the people 'cause actually funnily enough, this was actually um a question in the in one of the GCSE geography exams this year. Yeah. And it was um, something on the lines of uh, assess the effectiveness or assess the the benefits of ethical consumerism. Yes. And one of the cons, because you, you know how students are structured, so they say what, say what your pros are, say what your cons are, then say what a conclusion is, like that structure. And one of the cons that was very common that the students put these 16-year-old kids was the expense. Yes. Um, I mean, I I know that. When when you look at the cost of something, I've trained myself to look at not not the overall cost, but say the cost per use or the cost per amount or the cost per you know length of time that you have it for. Yeah. So th- those deodorant sticks, for example, they may be it's seven pound ninety-five or something like that, but they last me like half a year. Yeah. So actually, they end up cheaper yeah. than buying Whereas, a spray or well, something. Well,
1: the little roll, the little tiny plastic roll-ons that you get in the supermarket, they're very cheap but they don't last very. they don't long, last very long so. yeah and then you've got this big plastic ball and you've got this yes. you know it's just uh, they're just loaded with plastic yeah. but you can't even break over open you know so they're impossible to recycle and
0: so uh, okay so in terms of the face cost obviously yes. it's it is it is a it is a, an issue because it's is, you know for it, those you're saying is it is a
1: luxury to to shop so, economically yeah, you know, to shop uh, environmentally in a place like this but well, there what are would you other, say to that then? I mean, there are, there. Are, you know, a lot of our customers don't worry about money. But also we have a lot of customers who are looking at the prices and what's going in their basket. Mm. And they also know the, what, what the same products cost in the supermarket. You know, they're looking. It, it matters. It, yes. You know, they've got a very limited budget. And uh, something like this, the Ocean Savers, uh, seems to be a good solution to go down that towns, route so, yeah. so the um the idea of the Oce- ocean saver um brand is that you uh dilute it so it's actually really really reasonable and yeah. um you know you can buy a bottle or you can get your own bottle and uh just make it up yourself. Yeah. You know, so, so you're selling the
0: empty the empty bottles there, hundred percent recycled yeah. plastic bottles, which you can then use to be refilled. Yeah. yeah okay. So
1: there are and also like you you're talking about uh living cheaply. I mean, surely it's cheaper to make a big pot of soup with red lentils and uh beans and yes. things like that and, and have eat, eat, eat the rices and the uh you know, the couscous and and uh bake <laughs> make your own bread yes. i mean i know that's all time heavy but not all of it's time heavy you know i make loads of uh scratch meals that i'm out of the kitchen in quarter of an hour yeah you know, and and not you know when you're steering away from meat that automatically means that your weekly shopping bill has gone down
0: this is very very true yeah this is very true and um i don't know i've got uh of so my, a lot of my audience are Job for teachers and by extension they're students and, and I know I've got a few undergrads listening It's like folks like one of the best things you can do when you're living in student digs is to like, you know, make things in bulk and then Freeze them into portions. Yes. It's like, and then you can then when you're when you're in a rush for any particular reason, you just stick it in the microwave or stick it on a pot. A Absolutely. Pan. I mean, Job one, of done, those, yeah.
1: one of the things we do is we make our own ready meals, so they're available in the freezer. Oh, black
0: turtle bean spinach, and red pepper korma.
1: And this is oh. something that you could do at home. Just make a big pot.
0: Yeah. And you can reuse canole- you can reuse
1: t- these tins at home. You know, so you can use them again and again, and um, you know. It's a, it's a case of reorganizing the way you live, isn't yes. it? But I know that people are doing it. You know, because I know so many young people who've gone to veganism, and I know young people who have been vegan at university, and they are organizing themselves and they are they batch are, cooking. Yeah. You know, people say, oh, people won't do it, people won't batch cook, but they are because I know pe- I know young people who are doing it. Yeah. So,
0: um, one of the best things that anyone can invest in anyone can invest in is a slow cooker. Right. Is a slow is is like we we make use of our slow cooker so much, and then as you say, you just put a little bit of some of these ingredients in, whether they're lentils, you know, any kind of pulse really. Yeah. You know, and um, and then you just you know you spend fifteen twenty minutes in the morning, said so put leave it on its low scent, let it go, and by the time you come back, it's just ready to be stirred up. Absolutely. You know, off you go, and um,
1: and if you've got some lovely spice mixes and blends, to yeah. put in there, and
0: you know, and folks, you in. can even make mash potato in a slow cooker <laughs> all right i've done it you can do that yeah, so yeah. you know and uh, <laughs> so when you're thinking about doing that you know yeah. that that lovely um mix and match you know maybe my american folks for thanksgiving and whatnot and you've got sweet potato mash and stuff like that you just Get oh, we've slu- got, on. But we've
1: got this America. We've got this uh, amazing uh, new invention, which is Google. So, like, this so is very true. What should I do with my leftover potato? Yeah. you know. So when you look in the fridge, and there's a whole load of things, you can just put in what those things are, yeah. and somebody will have come up with a recipe for it. And and so you know, there's no need for the levels of waste. One hundred
0: percent. Have, yeah, anyway. and. Uh, of course, other search engines are available. I would recommend Ecosia,
1: <laughs>
3: the, the
0: the web browser that that, that plants trees. You yeah. know, as as you as you browse, so there's uh, there's that as well. But it's 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 um fascinating stuff. And we've made this transition to yes. um, this web. And um, you know, our levels of income. I mean, we we're, we're very privileged and lucky that that despite this squeeze that we're all having at the moment, we're still okay. That our family is still okay, and yeah. we You know, and when we had the money to invest in things like solar energy and electric car, we we did so, and that's now insulating us from some of the problems today with energy costs and whatnot. But money has money has got really really tight, even for us. Well,
1: I think it is fair. But we still come and shop. People who aren't being impacted at the moment. This is
0: right, but we but the point to make is that we still come here. We still get bits and bobs. You know, because what we've done is that we've we've now habituated both our shopping habits and our budget with regards yeah. to that our, bu- our ch- grocery budget will include stuff from here from the natural food store yeah. and and we then know like we will cook things in batches we will use the slow cooker we will you know and some of these things you know last so much of a long time and then when we're stuck for something to eat usually what happens is that we pull up something from here and yeah. whip something up in 15 minutes
1: Exactly. and
0: actually it's it seems to be a lot more a lot more economically sustainable it's just People just need to get on that, that 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 you know that that ladder. You know, if they can get over this the stigma, if they have the the outset of the cost, and that's the thing, isn't it? It's it's these things save money people yeah. money people in the long term, but they need to get them on this kind of this ladder, which will save them money.
1: Well, there's been a lot of disruption of people's shopping uh, behaviors, obviously because of COVID. Oh, yes, so, and, and we've a lot of our customers have been frightened to come into town and shop right you know they've yeah. been staying home so it, you know it's been a hard couple of years but we're also seeing as a as a uh, a chance if people are in flux at the moment that maybe they'll make a move towards sustainability and it doesn't have to be expensive you know yeah so uh, um because it, it, it's what you're choosing to eat isn't it and how you're choosing to cook it
0: and the other thing as well is that um I work a lot with um, people with climate anxiety and I try and coach educators and how they can make their children more resilient to climate anxiety. You know, they, they have those feelings and they're valid and they, they live with those feelings, but how to make good use of them. Of course, the, we, we know that, um, I, I saw this, uh, again, this was on Twitter and uh, somebody had posted, this is, this is, I'm, I'm not endorsing this folks, but it just highlights the issue, right? So somebody had posted the single most environmentally friendly thing you can do is eat one billionaire. uh, (laughs) If you eat one billionaire and you eat meat for that one occasion, that's actually going to do more for the planet than you going vegan for your whole entire life. And I was like, and obviously that was tongue in cheek. um, But uh, it just highlights the point that individuals like ourselves feel like we can't make a dent in this global system. However, the counter argument to that is that when I speak to people, I say, if you've got the privilege to do so and you've got the money to do or you can afford to do so or you've got the capability of doing so, switch your shopping habits.
1: Well, well yeah, I mean, one of the, the greatest powers we have is as a consumer. And, you know, one of the things that you can do, apart from vote once every four years, one of the other things you can do is put your money yeah. in the right places, Because everybody's reaching out to try and grab it. But if you put it in the right places, you know, if you shop in a small local shop where we all live locally, so any money we spend is spent, hopefully spent locally. And, uh, you know, our taxes are going into this country. And everything that we do is being reinvested back into this Mm. country and this area. it's got to be better than throwing our money against the winds, you know.
0: It sounds, seems to be like if patriotism matters to people, it sounds like one of the most patriotic things you can do is is keep your money in the community. Yeah, Um, absolutely. And you will naturally.
1: It seems like a very sort of uh, conservative thing to buy British, but you know, it's like, here we
0: are (laughs) in a a natural food store.
3: (laughs) We're almost,
0: almost exclusively. Everything is British. Yeah. Um, But, uh, But, you know, you you, you change your shape and then you will disrupt the systems by because we live in a capitalist society, which is mostly to blame for the, you know, the environmental problems that we have today. So the only way we're really going to do that is to, you know, defeat the kind of system within itself. And one way is to, as you just said, put the money where it could matter. And then if more money comes into places like this, ethical bank accounts, ethical loans, you know, things that we all need anyway, insurance companies, then. The the people who run these businesses are going to take note and say people are voting with their money to say, like, we need to be nurturing and restoring the planet yeah. with our practices. So we better, cho- everybody else will say, well, we're, we're now being outcompeted. We need to change behavior as well. Yes. So and that's yeah. how you change the system folks absolutely yeah.
1: absolutely and that's what this shop is all about really it's a protest really in a way is. isn't it we 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 see ourselves yeah. as uh, radicals definitely gentle radicals gentle radicals
0: <laughs> i wouldn't yeah it's like you come in and say like i not wouldn't put Suzanne and <laughs> you know, and jan and Faye as as, exactly. as radicals but you are you're a radical yeah. by and but the this way is your we, activism w- the way we as well. run
1: the shop as well the fact that we're a cooperative it is a radical it's a radical act in the world that we live in you know even yeah. though you know, it's about as democratic as you can get. It's not what is encouraged as the norm.
0: Um, it's bizarre because if you if you look at the uh, the government's um, established British values, which are really just values, um, there is everything about this shot like ticks all the British values. Yes. Really, in a way. Yes. So, if they mean anything, really, you know, especially like the you know the you know being a centre for the community, being helpful to the community, and all that kind of stuff, it's. Uh, you know, being inclusive by everything that you you do, and it's just, yeah, it's yeah. it's it's it's, it's well, weird that this is a radical thing when actually this is exactly what people are asking exactly,
1: for. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. I mean, we we know our customers. Um, um, you know, when uh, COVID struck, we were uh, finishing work at the end of the day and putting boxes in our cars and uh, driving it to people's houses. Yeah. You know, So it, it's like. What other kind of service do you get? And you only get that from small local businesses. Right. I know other local businesses who were doing the same thing and who turned on their heels very quickly and provided a service that was helpful to their local community. Like I think the Burst and Crown. Right. They yeah, start yeah. you know, they started selling milk and bread so that the people in the village didn't have to go to travel anywhere, you know. Bailey's fish and chips were giving exactly out free fish and chips to the so homeless. many amazing yeah. little shops in town who just thought, How can we actually be a service to a our our community in this troubled time you know and also protect their staff at the same time so
0: folks if you know if you're a geography teacher and you're listening you know you've got all the legs of sustainability here you know you've got economic environment and social and if you want to bring in a political element as well because it's community based and very democratic you've got that sense of it as well
1: absolutely i just
0: want to walk over here one last thing i want you to talk about um suzanne is your lovely deli counter i mean i i the only problem I have with this is that I never know what to choose uh, whenever I come up to it. And I know that Kai, my youngest, absolutely adores your vegetable samosas. Yes. Um, so every time we come in here, he always wants a vegetable samosa. Theo keeps changing their mind um, <laughs> with what, what they want. Um, I usually go for them one of the rolls, the haggis, the vegan haggis rolls or the walnut mushroom roll usually. But you've also got, you've got cakes, so you've got, you've got savoury vegetable and almond wedge, you've got mango and lemon cheesecake, you've got. Uh, smoked to- the, the tofu pies in peanut sauce is delightful they v- are amazing. vegetarian quiche um yeah tell us a little bit about your 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 deli counter here
1: so um yeah everything is made in our tiny little kitchen right at the back uh, yeah <laughs> out the back apart from the samosas we've we get those delivered and, and we've had those delivered they come from a family firm in the midlands so, um, and we've been getting those for twenty plus years as well. So they've mm-hmm. the consistency of quality never changes. It's so good. So, but everything else we make, and we make using our vegetables that we get in the shop. So, if you're eating something full of vegetables, you know it's full of organic vegetables, and it's also full. It's got uh, the quiches are the only thing that's vegetarian. Everything else is vegan. And uh, the quiches have got organic yeah. egg in there as well. And so. folks,
0: we were saying about prices: like you walk into, okay, you walk into an established chain, you yes. know, um, cafe or whatever, the prices are comparable. You yeah. know, I mean, you, you yeah, you mean. And and especially if you're on the road and you go to a service station, there's things more expensive than this. Oh, oh is. my goodness! Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: No, you you definitely get in a bargain if you buy something out of the cool counter here. <laughs> and also, you know, we've we've got really good cooks work here as well. So the fig and almond cake oh, that delightful. practically disappears as soon as it goes out in there because it's just amazing. It's so delicious. And then the the top. So it's all uh, vegan. Uh, apart from the quiches, and then the top shelf is also vegan and gluten free. So we have a few people who like work in the town who come and buy stuff from us all the time because they're vegan and gluten free. And the, the, being yeah. able to get the two things combined is uh, quite unusual, you know. It's,
0: it really is. Yeah, yeah. My, my, so one of my do, cousins is is got yeah. celiac disease and and like has right, no end of yeah. trouble, you know, finding exactly what what yeah. she wants. But
1: so we do try and cater to gluten free people who are gluten free people who are. Uh, vegan people who are vegetarian. Uh, you know, we if people come in and tell us about their food intolerance, we do everything we can to try and accommodate them.
0: That's amazing. Cheers. I have these.
2: Look at, they look a yeah. bit rough sometimes at the moment,
3: but they're, they, they're good. They place, yeah, yeah the exactly. They yeah.
0: taste lovely, don't they? they? They even smell when you start feeling it. Yeah. So so, <laughs> so, 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 let's take away a little bit on now, Suzanne, you and talk yeah, a little bit about, about first no, of all, we'll we'll talk be about be like the cooperative part. nature of the place, and then we'll move on to talking about you know you personally, how, how this all fits in with your character and your personality. So yeah, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but it was a few years ago when you kind of decided to make this place a cooperative or more established as a cooperative. Can you kind of fill in that process and what it all means?
1: So the shop was being run by uh, Marianne and she'd run it uh, beautifully for years and years. And uh, both me and Faye, who work here now, worked for Marianne and and Rebecca as well, who's not here today. Uh, We all worked for Marianne and she was... Uh, a great boss, but she wanted to retire. Yeah. And so she'd approached us all individually, seeing if we wanted to take the business on, but none of us felt in a position either uh, that we had the time, the energy, or the money to right. do it as individuals. But I think uh, Rebecca uh, came up with a brilliant idea that we run it cooperatively. And uh, we started that process, and Marianne was... Very happy to go along with that process. She just wanted to see the shop keeping going and being run yeah. in the way that it always had been. Uh, so she she was really up for it, and we were really up for it. So 2017 that happened, and we've been running it like that ever since.
0: Yeah. So is it is it as as simple as it as it sounds? Is that you all have an equal stake, equal say, Absolutely, equal yeah. like uh, responsibility? Yeah.
1: As soon as you become a co-op member and you have a trial period working here for a while, and then you decide whether you want to be a co-op member okay. or not. So you don't have to. Uh, if you don't want to, you can just be an employee. We're all employees as well. Yep. So, but um,
0: so your your own bosses.
1: We're our own bosses. <laughs> we make all the decisions together, and um, we um, everything is talked about and decided. So we we'll, uh, we'll have regular meetings. We'll all add to the agenda of what we think needs discussing. Uh, Obviously, we come up with ideas, and uh, um, and there must
0: be disagreements of how to move forward. But that's 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 the best thing about it is that you know you're you're constantly having to think of outside the box and compromise. But
1: the thing is, is that we all love the shop, and that's at the root of the thing. So we all want the best for the shop, and obviously, we we want to uh, keep working here and and keep our jobs going and everything. So we've got a shared uh passion and so yeah there might there might be a kind of idea of how to do something but we do something uh, i'm trying to think what it's called uh got some we had some training in this thing called consensus decision making Oh, ranking. i've
0: heard of this and i've heard this before yeah. yeah
1: and uh there's this fabulous uh group of people called seeds for change change. and they train people in consensus decision making and how to run a meeting uh so that everybody gets listened to and everybody Mm. everything gets taken on board you know so there is and, and it i mean i think to be honest because there was such a small group of people and we'd all we you know we all know each other very well I think there was a lot of consensus decision making going on anyway but that they were really helpful so I know
0: that a few well-meaning, well-intentioned groups you could probably do with a copy of that. <laughs> hand, but, you know, yeah. Because well, where they're all singing from the same hymn sheet <laughs> exactly. but, they're, but they're all kind of on a, diff- you've plane a different sheet. If you got 25
1: tune. people sat around in a big circle and they're all passionate about something
0: they're gonna then, be then disagreements. it can be a noisy yeah. room,
1: can't it? But yeah. our meetings generally involve a lot of tea and cake <laughs> and uh, and we normally come to decisions that everybody's happy with quite easily. So, you know, when we've had some really big things to deal with over the last year, like few years as well. I can imagine. Yes.
0: Yeah. Wonderful. So, okay. So this this leads me nicely into kind of. So, what does what does Suzanne then bring to the uh, to the cooperative? Well, how how does your your personality and your passions manifest itself? So, tell us a little bit about yourself. Effectively, is a very convoluted way of asking that question. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, well, um, I came to uh, to the shop uh, when my children started school so okay. I'd come in the shop just like you kit with your children I come in the shop to buy my lentils and things and I think Marianne was very clever and she spotted that children had started school and said did I fancy doing a few hours work so I came to the shop oh, that way so okay yeah
0: yeah and um was it like an instant like yes like you didn't have to think about it, or did you think well, about it or?
1: you know you it's as soon as you walk in here, the smell yes. of, of all of the cooking and the baking and the spices, it just makes you feel cozy, doesn't it? it so it really does. It's that a warm sense of Exactly, that I, like, yeah. exactly. Just your shoulders go down and you feel safe and you know, it's like it smells like my home with my mum baking and stuff. <laughs> so it, yeah, it's a lovely environment to be part of.
0: Yeah, so. and um I would say in terms of in terms of kind of like the, the, the social side of things it's like um like I think I think you were the first group of people i like, i i when I came when i was when I moved here and I first came in, I was like oh, you you were the first group of people to like know any changes about me like personal change about me. I would actually come in and say, Oh this is now happening is this now happening because I felt so safe and secure talking to you folks yes. and um and it's been delightful and uh and one of the things I get the sense of is is you know because of the 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 community feeling that you've you've brought to this place. Is that I, I, I've said this to you before? Is that I walk through that door and it really does genuinely feel like a safe place.
1: Yes, It's um, so lovely to hear, isn't it? So
0: it's yeah. it's great, and and I have to say there's there's quite a few places around here which where that it's done that, and it's almost it's the it's the fear of of which really is depilitating rather than the reality. And yes. but you come in here and then like and like the lovely comments that you give me, I as I say, oh, I've, you know, this has happened for the very first time. I've now started to do this, and you're always like, oh, that's amazing. And it's like, so yeah.
1: Yeah, and it's just
0: um, just goes to show that you bring your personalities to the to the work as well.
1: Definitely. Well, I think, you know, we we we're, we're all very like-minded uh socially and politically, you know, we're kind of community members, uh you know, so we we like people <laughs> Yeah, you know, we like we like our customers, don't we? You know, so it, and this is
0: it. Everyone like the other, other two, so Faye and, and Jan just like turned around and gave us a great big smile. Like they just, had again, <laughs> in concert, there, like it was, like it was on, on the, like I'm pressing a button. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's absolutely fabulous. Um, yeah. Would you say that in this shop, like, kind of embodies like who you are as a person? Then, um, in a I sense,
1: think, well, I think I, f- I find that this shop has nurtured me and um, especially since we became a cop and we started to run it together it's definitely uh, boosted my co- confidence like about a million to one because I've you know I've been home home with children and not working and kind of um, and that, you can't get away from it that makes so you you lose confidence because you don't feel like you are a part of the world. Well, I didn't I didn't feel like I knew I had a role in the world or where yeah, I fitted I apart from as a mother. Yeah, it's just I need to go and put them in my cool bag. Yeah, like. um, and I want some chestnut to. Yeah, some, that's done. Uh, yeah.
0: So uh, we are. I'm now talking to Faye, another one of the uh, co-op members here. What are mm. you doing here, Faye? Uh,
2: at the moment, I'm just trying to find some alternatives for some of the products that I want to replace in the shop. You know, some of the products on the shelves. So, for example, I'm going to look for something to replace our three bean chili, which doesn't really sell very well. Okay. And there's some rather exciting new vegan, vegan tea products. So. Yeah, vegan tea vegan
0: c- chocolate custard, interesting.
2: Yeah, I'm looking at the savoury though, kids.
0: No, no, sorry, oh, right, let's okay. Let's concentrate no, on the okay, savoury. Focus, I, focus, 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 I know you probably focus, like focus.
2: that. So, I'm looking at things. I'm thinking sort of. Mexican so there's, chili. there's a Mexican chili. We've got a Madras curry, a Szechuan curry. So that's made with um, they're the dried bean um, seeds off Ooh. of a, a tree from China. I don't know much about the Szechuan, but I know a little bit. And then we've got some Thai curries. So, what do you fancy the look of? I definitely... What would you go for?
0: Oh, the, the tikka curry, surely. That I mean, appeals we'll talk, to you, that does, does it? does indeed, yeah.
2: Oh, well, uh, let's see. So, let's this, is a, like, this
0: is a wholesale website, then, so you... It
2: is. Yeah, so I'm on the Sumer Wholesale website. And this product is a fairly new product to them. So, I think we should give it a try. It's one of the nice things about... Being a buyer, you get to do all these lovely little <laughs> jobs. So, yeah, so I'm going to get six cans of that one in. There you go.
0: Okay, let's add that one and in. Uh, if it if it completely collapses and you make a loss, you can blame me. <laughs> you
2: will come <laughs> after come you. After me. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mate. That's all right,
3: You're welcome. Hello, Jo. Hi, Kit. How are you doing?
0: Yeah, I'm not too bad. Good. Um, Suzanne has told told me that uh, you kind of like you managed you've been responsible for the accounts of late.
3: I have indeed, you yes. enjoy that process? <laughs> <laughs> I do, yeah. It was a bit daunting in the beginning because um, I'd never really done a... S- I hadn't even worked on a spreadsheet before, Kit. <laughs> That's how backwards I was. So, yeah, with um, gentle training from mostly from Rebecca and great support from everybody else because they've all done that role. Yeah. Um, It's gone pretty smoothly. I've really enjoyed it. And to be fair, I will be quite sad when it finishes. <laughs> Because we do it for a year each time, and then I feel like I've oh, really got in the swing of yeah. nice. And I'm going to have to give it up when I've, you know, really got my passion going. But that's the good thing about the shop. You know, you move on to another job, you learn another skill, upscaling, yeah. So yeah, it's it's been fun. I have enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, and another myth that's been busted during this chat is the fact <laughs> that you know there's all these kind of like different dimensions to running a shop like this, and it, it can build your quote-unquote CV, your skills, absolutely. There's, uh, of course, where, where my, my other half works, you know, they have uh, high school students in doing a bit of stuff. I was like, I don't know, maybe high school students, you've been listening to this? Yeah. Good work experience for Absolutely. you. Absolutely.
3: Always something to learn. You know, that, that that's the thing, like you're saying, you walk into a shop like this, it looks like it's so well run, and it yeah. is, but behind the always something to do. And the customers bring things to the shop as well. So, yeah, it's every day is different, Kit. Oh. It's a, and that's a pleasure to go to work to, you know, that. Even though I might be doing the same role, everything, the atmosphere, it changes on a day-to-day basis. As you know, I cool. love it. <laughs> Thanks, Jen. Yeah, great. Thank you, Kit.
0: So, we are all geographers. We need to link a single word to the discussion that we've had, or geography and stuff like that. My last guest came up with the word baby. So you've got 30 seconds between you to link the word baby to this, maybe to this shop. So you Ready?
1: Yeah so so I suppose the automatic thing is we see this shop as our baby you know it's it's we nurture it you know we're kind of uh growing mm. the shop in the way that we've all grown children yeah. um yeah
2: is that what, what yes? nurturing for one yeah, word yeah exactly and love love, love. Completely.
0: yeah completely so well done <laughs> and you did it and um I can probably think of a word you might want to come up with the next for the next guest. But what what, what word would you like to say? It's got to be
1: sustainability. It's got to be sustainability. So
0: that's going to be for our next guest. So Suzanne, thank you so much to you and the team for having me in this morning. It's Mm -hmm. been an absolute pleasure to have a behind-the-scenes look. Plug your plug your wares. Where can people find you and uh, see you on social media, etc.?
1: So um, we are the Natural Food Store Cooperative, and you can find us on Instagram. And Facebook, and we also have a website, so you can find us in any of those places. Uh, we're in, but the heart of this uh, heritage triangle. Uh, so if you're in South Norfolk or North Suffolk, come pay us a visit, yeah. And also talk to us on social media. It's, you know, we're 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 Instagram friends with lots of other like-minded people, and we'd love to have a conversation with anyone who's interested in. Uh, sustainability Um, so yeah no matter
0: where they are in the world or where they are in the country we've got
1: uh, we're friends with cooperatives in the states and uh, all over all over the place people see our posts and react to them and and it's lovely to just have a conversation with like-minded people and often it just uh, gives you a boost when you need it
0: it does it feels uh, one thing I will say folks all of you is that you know i always feel warm when i come into this shop but i really I feel fulfilled this has definitely set up my day today
1: excellent so yeah. uh,
0: thank you so much for for your time and for having me as a as a pesty fly you know you can swap me out the door, <laughs> then, so,
1: uh, oh you're very you welcome i think i'm
0: gonna grab myself one of those uh, fig
1: cakes <laughs> see i just sail as well <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thank you everybody <laughs> you're
0: welcome
1: thanks Kit. thank you
0: thank you so much for listening we hope you had fun if you haven't already done so please subscribe so more stories and experiences can drop into your favorite podcast app if you fancy being a guest or have any feedback follow us on twitter at coffee jog pod and send us a dm or you could email coffee and jog at geogramblings.com. until next time keep jogging